Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. Find your funny with a $20 improv drop-in class at the Second City Training Center in Chicago. Your first drop-in is on us. Use the code TESTDRIVE for a free improv drop-in on any Sunday at 7 p.m. For more information, go to secondcity.com backslash TC or call 312-664-3959 to register. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This, this is, is Friendshipping! And the theme this week is... Is it too late to say the thing you want to say? Is it too late to say the thing? <laughs> I, I sound like the guy from Nickelback. I tried to do my best impression of the, that guy from, what is the band called? One Republic. I tried to do it. It didn't work. Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Jen, how are you? I'm cranky today. And yeah. if you dangled me over a cliff and were like, tell me why you're cranky or I'm throwing you off this cliff, I wouldn't be able to answer. I don't know why I'm cranky. I'm actually like coming out of it because I remembered Star Wars is out on digital today and I'm going to watch Star Wars all night. And another lesson learned is when you have a nameless cranky. It's it a, is nameless. It's important to compartmentalize it and remember the good things in life. Yeah, like Star Wars. Like Star Wars. And then we can, now that the, it's out on digital, that means that we can do a friendshiping episode about it. Yes, I'm very excited for that. Because the good Lord knows that I am not paying another $12 to go to the movie theater when I could go see Annihilation and I could go see, what's the other movie I haven't seen yet? Wrinkle in Time? Wrinkle in freaking time. <laughs> oh my God, Jen. Okay, so Wrinkle in Time. Did you see it yet? No. Oh, I saw it. I haven't seen it. Don't say anything. I won't. Bah, 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 bah. But I haven't seen it yet because I was, you know, spending time alone inside of my apartment. And I, I'm, I'm going to go with Carlin because she and my boyfriend are the two people in the world that I think are best to have new experiences with. You know, when you have somebody who like, just like, wow, yeah, I want, this is how I feel about you, which is why we talk about movies on the podcast sometimes. Yes. It's like, it's like, that's a good person to like, you know, talk it all out yeah, with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And there's anyway. some people you don't go to movies with. Yes. Because you're like, I don't care about your opinion. But it's a wrinkle in time literally broke my brain as a 10-year-old. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so when I was in junior high, my English teacher gave me a copy of Cat's Cradle by Kurt Vonnegut when I was way too young to be able to process th these mm -hmm. notions. And the only reason I didn't fall off the edge, having read that science fiction book, is that I read the Wrinkle in Time series before that. And I was like, oh, okay. Sometimes weird shit happens in books. Oh, thank God for a Wrinkle in Time. Right? It gave you a nice like foundation when you fell off the cliff after reading Cat's Cradle. Exactly. Like that's the only way I came back off the edge. Anyway, speaking about um, talking through problems. And revisiting old feelings. Wow! wow! Who's the master of segues now? It's, it's me. Jen. It's me. We're going to talk about, is it too late? Is it too late? And we've got a few questions here. Jen, I would love it if you would read the first one. I'm going to hit it. Hey, Jen and Trin. A while back, my friend and I were complaining about someone we both find obnoxious, and my friend suggested that perhaps she's annoying because she hasn't become a full adult with a career and children yet, and she's in a less mature stage in her life. Due to a variety of common and uninteresting factors, I haven't yet become a full adult myself, according to this definition. It really hurt, but I let it go in the moment because she said it so casually that I know this is part of her general worldview. It is now months after this conversation, I really can't let go of what I feel she must think about me. 
I struggle with the idea that I'm not a real adult. I've been in and out of my parents' basement. I'm 28, just trying to figure out who I am. Is it too late for me to bring this up and talk to her about hurtful I found this comment? How should I frame this? Personally, and that she hurt me? Or generally, and that her worldview is kind of borked? Pronouns she, her. Well, her worldview is bored. Indeed. Has she been like watching reruns of Leave it to Beaver or something? <laughs> what is the deal? Have you watched Leave it to Beaver recently? Not since like Nick at Night when I was a kid. It's horrifying. Oh, man. It's in black and white, isn't it? It is in black That's and white. That's not the horrifying part about it, though. True. <laughs> but I mean, truly, the show is not in black and white. It is in white. White. It is in <laughs> White. <laughs> Ivory white. I yes, 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 yes. Um, but yeah, no, she this person is living very much in a past that I mean, this really has no bearing on our current world. I mean, didn't you you looked up some statistics? Yeah. So whenever I wanna like yeah, if you ever want to feel better, just Google nuclear family doesn't exist, nuclear family myth, uh, and read some stats that'll that'll make you feel like pretty normal because the nuclear family is like not a thing anymore. It was a thing briefly after the war. When we all... Uh, the Great War? The World War Two. If you ever don't know which war you're talking about, just think, is Hitler there? <laughs> that's, how, that's how you figure out which war it was. If you're like watching a movie and you don't know what's going on. Is there Hitler? <laughs> all right. Anyway, <laughs> just some side advice. <laughs> okay. Oh, let, me read some, let me read this stat for you. Okay. Three biggest changes in family life in the past 50 years. Uh, the decline of marriage the rise of the number of women in the paid workforce, and the Ooh. whole stew of blended, remarried, and cohabiting families. Cool. Cohabiting families. Cohabiting such a, families. I love that. I mean, um, it's a very capitalist idea to have a nuclear family, to have just two people who make money in the whole house. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, honestly, if I had endless money, I've talked about this before, I would buy a building and then fill it with my friends, and we would all raise each other's cats, dogs, and maybe children. I love that. I mean, like, and how much easier would life be if you've got more than one babysitter around at any given time? Families headed by single moms, whether divorced, widowed, or never married, are now almost as numerous as families that have a stay-at-home mom and breadwinner dad. Wow. Man, the phrase stay-at-home mom, breadwinner dad, it's probably the first time those have ever appeared on this show. I don't think I've ever read those in my life. Breadwinner dad. Stay-at-home mom. I mean, there's, again, nothing wrong with no, that. No, nothing wrong. It's just like, man, there's no wrong way to fucking be an adult. Children and career do not an adult make. Absolutely. I um, I remember I had this conversation with a male friend about how he was really stoked about the idea to be a stay-at-home dad uh, and like paint all day, you know? Yeah. And I, and, and that it made it difficult for him to date because, oh, wow. because he would bring that up and like people would be turned off. And I was just like, I just think you just haven't met the right person because like that is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. I would love for somebody to mind the children. Like I would poop one out, leave, come back. Be great. <laughs> Trent's got it all figured out. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And so this is all to say that not only are really most life, big life choices totally acceptable, but even the landscape has entirely changed and people who do not think that their worldview needs an update really need to take into consideration what reality actually looks like. Yeah. And maybe how their worldview affects other people close to them. That is really garbage, by the that way. That is a garbage thing to say to another person, to say aloud. To it's a think. thing to think. <laughs> like this person th thinks and believes this so hard that they busted it out casually in front of somebody. I mean, like that person did no thinking about the person they were talking to. It, they were like, it was as though they were saying the sky is blue. Yeah. 
They, they didn't worry about the impact of their words at all. You know, and the, here's the other thing, though. They may actually have regrets and just don't know how to say sorry about it. Oh, wait, do you think they regret saying that? If they have any sense of other people's feelings at all, they probably feel bad about it. Or they said it so off the cuff they don't remember. That is also equally valid. So I, and I think that this means that if you were to bring this up to your friend now, you'd be doing them an enormous service and saving them from embarrassment in the future. <laughs> so true. Oh, man, that is a really good point. Because I really doubt that will be the last time they spread that garbage opinion. Yeah, it's, it's a weird rumor. It's a weird fantasy to have about the world. Yeah, it's unfortunate that most garbage opinions don't just stay in one little garbage can. Usually they spread out. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to come up again for sure. And they're wrong. Like, they are just incorrect. They're being very ignorant. Yeah. Ugh. So let's talk about, like, if this is worth bringing up and expressing how you feel. If all this exists in a bubble, yes, it is worth bringing up and mentioning how ignorant this person is. But I want to keep in mind the asker and, yes. like, they're doing work. They would be doing a work and maybe dredging up bad feelings. I'm of a few minds on this. And really only the asker can decide if bringing it up will bring them peace or more bad feelings or what. Like, you already know that bringing this up after a long period of time will surprise your friend. They'll be surprised, probably unpleasantly surprised. Or they may say, oh, God, I regret that so much. That was so stupid of me. That would be awesome. It's, it's unlikely, but it would be awesome. And maybe this person rules. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah, that'd be great if they were like, shit, I didn't mean that. Fuck, that was really mean of me. Or like, that was my societal training. Yeah. That's, that's my mom speaking through me. Yeah, man. And like, that is a forgivable mistake because, man, they were just buying into what they've been probably told their whole life. Again, with the Leave it to Beaver reruns. Right. And this is something I think for the asker to think about, too, is obviously we all need to take responsibility for the things that we believe and the worldviews we hold and the wrong opinions that we may have. But we also have been trained by media, by older generations, by the people in our lives. I'm assuming that the asker's friend is married and has kids. That must be it. That must be the case. It may be that she is so insecure about herself and her goals and her career that she has to grasp onto this idea of being married and having kids and stuff as being the ultimate end goal in life. And it makes her feel good. Yeah, like she's accomplished something. It's right. not an accomplishment, though. It's, it's just, just a, a life. It's just a life event. Right. Yeah. Okay, so remember that your true friends don't want to hurt you. And it's totally okay to clue them in when they have. Oh my God, Jen, yes. Yes! So should we talk about what that would look like if you did bring it up? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do this. Let's do some improv. I want to be the bad guy. Okay, really? Nice. Yeah. Usually I'm the bad guy. I know, and honestly, that's kind of why I want to be the oh, bad guy. you're a bad boy. I'm a bad boy today. I'm okay. an internet rebel boy. But the other thing is also that like, um, I've experienced things like this before. As have I. So like, I feel, I feel that I'm prepared for this role. This is the role of my lifetime. The role of your lifetime. Okay, Meryl Streep, let's do this. Do you want to do, wait, wait, wait. Do you want to do like the bad version? first or like the best version? How do you want to do it? Let's do bad to good. Bad to good. Into okay. it. Hey, Meryl Streep. Hey, thank you for... Did you see me at the Oscars? I did. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the post. I don't think you were that great in it, to be honest. Um, You know, I'm... All I could think was there's Tom Hanks and there's Meryl Streep and they're in a movie. I'm watching a movie. I got paid, though. You got paid. Good yeah, for you. Thank you. I liked the movie otherwise. Anyway, Meryl. Yes. 
I got I got to bring up something that's been bothering me for a while. Oh, what, what happened? Okay, so a couple months ago we were hanging out, and you said something that I don't think you meant to say, and I really need to clarify like what was going on here. Sure, sure. You said that so and so that you know that obnoxious friend we find annoying. Oh, Johnny. Yes. Yeah, you said Johnny uh, hasn't become a full adult yet with a career and children, and she's in a less mature stage in her life. Yes. Why did you, what do you mean by that? Well, what I mean is when you have kids and you, you get your career together and you, you put this time into yourself and do this self-growth, I really think that you, you know, you become more mature. You become a real adult at that point. Beryl, I don't have kids and I'm not married. And you like, you're talking about people like me. Do you think I'm immature? Well, no, but you're special. You know, you're like, you're really smart. And like, and um, I, I know that eventually you're going to get there. And just sometimes it takes people a little bit longer. I don't know if I even want to get there, Meryl Streep. Oh, why would I want? I don't even know if I want kids. Uh, I mean, you're so young. Is that really something that you think you can choose right now? I don't have to choose right now, Meryl Streep. And in this gig economy, I don't know if I'll ever have a career. <laughs> I love you, Jen. Um, I, I, so I, sometimes I just feel like people like to make excuses for not being able to, you know, grow up. And uh, I know you're going to get there. I really believe in you, even if you don't believe in you. Oh, wow. I know. Look how good I am at this, right? <laughs> Can you imagine the conversations I've had in my life? so good, Trin. <laughs> I believe in you, even if you don't believe in you. Oh, fuck off. I know, right? <laughs> So how are we going to close this off? Uh, I think I'm going to say, I think I need to walk away because what you just said is really hurtful to me. And I'm going to say some things that I may regret or I may not regret. I got to think about it. Okay. I appreciate. So I'm going to end it well. Okay. I appreciate you telling me that you were hurt. Uh, I still don't feel like I made a mistake here, <sighs> but um, I'd be happy to talk about this another time after we've had some time to process it. Yeah. I need to go cool off, I think, because you really hurt me and then you leaned in and made it worse. Yeah. Cool. So that is how the worst case scenario would go. Please notice that both of us kept our voices at a reasonable level. We said things that we thought we were, were logical. And Jen realized the moment where, okay, I'm going to give up on this joyride. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Trin, that was really good. Thanks. Yeah. Again, had a lot of these conversations in my life. This is some territory you've treaded on before. Sure have. Cool. <laughs> Great. Awesome. So Glad to hear that. Let's do it the medium route where okay. you have to kind of guide me a little bit. Okay. And then, but I get there. Got it. Oh, cool. that sounds great. Okay. Right, situation number two. Um, uh, Jen, welcome to my gigantic New York apartment because I'm actress Meryl Streep and I'm in my six, 60s. Is she in her 60s? I have Actually, no, no idea. idea how Meryl Streep it's is. Fi- this Meryl Streep, deep in her 60s. Cool. I have many corgis. Hey, <laughs> cool. Hey, Meryl, can I have a glass of wine? Um, because I could use the liquid courage to bring up something that's been bothering me for a while. Oh, my God. I would love to split a bottle of wine with you and talk about your feelings. Okay. Oh, that's great because I have a lot of them. Um, oh. So a couple months ago, you said something kind of off the cuff and really casually, and I, I really it's been bothering me. You said that uh, so. You said Johnny doesn't have a full mature adult life yet because he doesn't have kids or a career. Yeah, I mean that's where she's at. Yeah, but but she's she's obnoxious, sure, but she's doing just fine even though she doesn't have a career and kids. Like you don't really think that people with that don't have a a career that you approve of or children like they're not lesser than you. You don't think that, right? No, I mean I don't think that, but I do think that when you get there, you 
have a different, you do have a different worldview. You're a little bit more mature. You've got, you know, children who look to you to, you know, stay alive. And like when you have a career, you've got somebody that you're answering to every day. I mean, I do think that it changes you a little bit. Yeah. Well, changes you, sure. Yeah, I think having kids changes you, but it doesn't make you better or lesser. I mean, you hurt me when you said that because I don't have kids and I don't even plan to have kids. You know, I feel really like garbage that I hurt you and I'm really sorry about that. I need to think about this because when I had kids and when I had a career, I really felt more mature. I really felt like I stepped into adulthood. I think that those things would really benefit Johnny. So like, I don't, I don't know how to, how to, I don't know how to incorporate this into, into what I think about the world because this is what I've experienced. This is my life. Yeah. And I, I just, I want to encourage you to think about maybe me for a little bit Oh, <laughs> because, because I don't have kids or a career and it makes me feel sad that you think I'm lesser because of that. I don't think that you're lesser. I think that you are really smart and super capable. And if you want things like a career and kids, you can totally have them. Johnny's an idiot and shouldn't have either. <laughs> can I have some more wine? <laughs> yeah, let's have some more wine. <laughs> Good. Good. That's, that's the medium way yeah, it yeah. could go. You know, so so if that happens and uh, and Meryl Streep <laughs> says to you like, hey, this was my life experience and maybe the friend could benefit from that, take that as an into making this a conversation. Agreed. I think that's a good, I think that's pretty likely actually. I think I that think, might be what happened. I hope that is what happens, yeah. you know, and uh, obviously like Jen and I know each other and we're trying to, to do a, a decent scene for you. Yeah. This will go way slower in real life. Yeah. 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 That is such a good point. <laughs> I kind of recommend the wine though, if you're a drinker, that might help. Yeah. And if you're not, the hot chocolate puts you in a good mood too. <laughs> Get your little slippies on. <laughs> so situation three, best case scenario. Yeah. So this should go pretty quickly. Yes. Okay. Hey, Meryl, um, thanks for handing me this doobie. <laughs> I love the doobies. <laughs> Meryl Streep, class act. Just, I keep a trench coat full of doobies for this situation. Would you care for another jazz cigarette? Um, yes, in a moment. First, I have to get something off my chest. And it's, I, I want to say it before we s have our good feelings ganja. Oh, okay. Because this has been bothering me. I um, mean, we are in Seattle and it is legal. So I would be happy to hear out your feelings and then enjoy some illegal. totally legal herbage. Herbage. Do some arbology. I'm sad because a couple months ago you said, uh, Johnny, that she hasn't become a full adult with a career and children yet. Oh, I feel like such shit that I said that. Oh, really? I've been thinking about it since since I said it. Like, I didn't know how to take it back in the moment because I just, you know, when you're in the moment and you're like, I don't know if I want to make this worse. And oh, I totally get that. Meryl, you remind me of someone right now. You remind me a lot of my friend Trin, who's really good at apologies. <laughs> Let's smoke some fucking legal weed. Let's smoke some legal weed and let me just compliment you for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because <I'd> <laughs> you are smart and capable. And if you want kids in a career, you can have them. And then if you don't, whatever. But Johnny, totally a fuck yeah. ass, though. I mean, Johnny sucks. And I knew that you didn't feel this way. And I'm glad we clarified that. Yeah. I need to, if you can give me a little chance to do some damage control and tell you how I actually feel over this weed, I would love that. I would. That'd be great. Right. And then let's have some popcorn. Wonderful. And watch a Star War. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so good. So I like that, Jen, in that situation, you did give me the opportunity to feel like shit for a w little while. And one thing that I did not do, but it is very common in this situation, is apologize too much. 
Oh yeah, you didn't you didn't um, pile on, right? Yeah. So um, I did not put you in the position where you have to forgive me over and over again and make me feel better about my shitty feelings. And you asked for permission to be like, can you give me a minute to clarify what I meant? Because 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 I would really like to, but it's a courtesy, right? So in that situation, it worked out well because as the person that needed to apologize, um, I I gave her opportunities to opt in. Oh yeah. Um, so when you do this, try to give, try, try to give a little space, try to be a little forgiving, um, because also, you know, wait, there's another situation that we didn't do Uh-oh. where the person's offended. Oh, fuck. That is the worst case. That's the very, actually the worst case. Yeah. Let's just talk about it. I don't want to, I don't want to see that yeah, side of Meryl Street. I don't want to go into it. Okay. okay. So it's like, oh, this is when you say like, when they, when they get defensive, because show me hurt. some statistics that oh. makes you feel the way that you do. But how can you deny that having children in career doesn't change you? I'm not saying that. I'm right. saying what you said in this instance was hurtful and there's no debating that. Right. Um, because the, I think that what will help is going into this situation with a thesis statement. I fucking love a good thesis statement. And that thesis statement for this would be, Hey, what you said is not true, and I don't think you feel that way about me. That's nice to give a good out because, God, the hope here is that your friend actually doesn't think ba- this badly of you, that they just misspoke. Because if they're looking down on you for this, man, that is garbage. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's about it. Do you want to give us an in conclusion, Jen? I feel like you kind of like spearheaded this question. Did I? Yeah, you did. You did great. Okay, I just want to do an in conclusion for some like less less little pieces of advice here. Yeah, or like just a wrap up of the things we've said. Before you bring this up to your friend, it may be helpful to vent safely with someone about this conversation. Yeah, so you can get the really angry garbage off your chest, and which you are completely fine to have, by the way. Kind of do what Trent and I do, which is, can I tell you something? It's really been bothering me. It's about someone you don't even know. That kind of thing. Yeah. And that'll put you in, I think, a more clear-headed mind space to be ready to, to take this on. Because you are doing like a service to your friend, as Trin said. You're adjusting their shitty worldview. Yeah. You are doing emotional labor on their behalf. And you also don't have to have this question at all. If you uh, talk through this with somebody or you decide that this is just too much work, and you just want to move on, that is also fine. Yeah, we give you permission to not to do that as well. Yeah. Ultimately, we hope that something that we said in here will be helpful in the conversation that you may or may not have with your friend, at the very least, to come away with the, uh, the knowledge that you are correct. Yeah. Jen and Trin endorse you. Yeah. You got a Jen and Trin endorsement. And that's not nothing. That definitely means something. <laughs> Okay, this second question, though, is way easier. This is the, sm- the slimmest question we'll ever do. This is going to be do. fantastic. Oh, and we're actually, I think we're going to be able to do a third question. I think we will, so too. So stick around, folks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't t- stay on this channel. Yeah, don't turn that dial. <laughs> Jen and Trin, I couldn't sleep last night because I was remembering an old friend who really helped me through a breakup and a bi-coastal move. I've been feeling weird because I'm not sure I was properly grateful at the time for how she stood by me and helped me through it. It's been years at this point, but is it acceptable to send her a note or a gift telling her I appreciate what she did? Two things. I also couldn't sleep last night. (laughs) Also, yes. Yes. Yes, it is acceptable. Yes. Yes. We always say, think the nice thing, say the nice thing, with some caveats. Your nice thing is about someone's body or creepy, don't say that. No, no, no. But in this case, 
I think it's fine. Like I'm trying to come up with reasons why you wouldn't want to send this person a, a message on Facebook or email or something. That would be weird. Like I can't find a reason why this would be weird based on the information you gave us. Yeah. Other than that, maybe they don't talk as much now. That's the vibe I got too. Like it's been a while. Yeah. But also that is fine. Yeah. And in that case, I would say just keep it short. Yeah. You know, yeah. Keep yeah. it like a short note. Like maybe a note you might send through the mail. Yeah, maybe like a little post. What am I thinking of? Like the fucking postcard? Maybe. Friendshippingpostcards.com. Tell your friends you love them for $25 plus shipping. The Friendshippingstore.com. But I just just feel like this is a significant thing for you that helps you at a really difficult point in your life. And saying that shortly and nicely to somebody that you're still thinking about that time they really helped you out, I mean, I don't see any that drawbacks. Could make their day. Yeah. Certainly make my day to know I impacted someone for the better. So yeah, I wouldn't like pour all emotions into this message or email um, because keep in mind the, the message will surprise them, but it'll be a pleasant surprise, I really think. But yeah, I think you could do it. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing is, as we say for reconnecting with any old friends, especially if you guys haven't talked in a while, just don't reach too hard for their personal information. So if you want to mail them something, you don't have their address. Um, don't Google it and don't, stuff. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you have a mutual friend and you're like, hey, I want to send them a postcard, I think that that's fine. Yeah. But don't like, if you have an old email address of theirs then there's a reason why you don't have their new one. Yeah, that's a super good point. And Trin and I usually say, we like to recommend adding a little thing that says like, there's no need to respond to this. And keep in mind, they may not, you may not get a response back. And that is totally okay. That does not say anything badly about you. Mm -hmm. It's just life probably got in the way. They may not have even gotten your message. And the other thing is that like, there's always that whole cycle of thank you notes, you know? Like the thing happens, there's a thank you note. Then there's an email that's like, oh, thank you for the thank you note. Then there's an email that's like, oh, I, I'm so glad that you liked it. It's and a you're welcome. It's a you're welcome note. And now it's a thank you for your you're welcome note. Right. So you don't have to, you know, keep going and going and going and going. So if they don't respond, I think that's super normal. Very normal. Worry not. Yeah. You'll worry anyway, but we're telling you not to. Yeah, yeah. Try not to. I, uh, I think that's actually I think that's all it. Of it. Send the nice thing. Send the nice thing. All right, question three, which is way more. This one's way more involved and scary. <laughs> but also, I'm really glad we're talking about this on the podcast. Me too. Um, so we get a lot of emails and questions like this in person, and like it, and it's something to dive through. At least I have. I think that due to a variety of factors, like the times up situation and. Just in general, people, I think, thinking more deeply about what they've been trained and like what they've done, mistakes they've made. I think we're all thinking about this more than we have. And I'm so glad. Yes. That is good. That is good. Yes. All right. Should I read it? Yes. Okay. Here it goes. I fucked up 10 years ago. I have spent a lot of time lately analyzing my patterns and trying to view my past through my new adult lens that understands how to be a good friend and the nuances of consent. And in this new worldview, I look back on my past and I know I really fucked up as a teen. I was a toxic, emotionally manipulative friend, in particular to a high school boyfriend that I had when I was 17. What can I do now? Should I reach out to him and apologize? How can I live with this guilt, pronouns, he, him? First, one of the core pieces of information that this podcast is really meant for you to know and internalize is you are not doomed especially by mistakes you made as a teenager. Oh, gosh. Thank goodness, too. Thank goodness we're not all directly tied 
to the shitty things we did as teenagers. Yeah. Being a teen is um, you're on this crazy drug cocktail of hormones and media, like shitty music videos on MTV and like whatever garbage you read in a lad's mag. And like opinions of other students and teachers and you're waking up, frankly, way too early for like you're not... And none of this is to excuse any garbage that you may have done or mistakes that you have made. Uh, This is more to normalize how we all emotionally kind of hurt each other. We're all bouncing around trying to figure out how to be a real human being at this point where we're not fully formed. And everyone is capable of mistakes and trauma and everyone is capable of messing up in this way. And this is not a little flub you made in a past life. So please don't move forward with this saying like, oh, that's not me anymore. Oh, good point, Trin. Like, yeah. Yes, that was you. You did make that mistake. There are reasons for why that mistake was made, but try not to try to explain that away. I think that you taking ownership for this is really, really important. You're acknowledging it in this message to us. That's a great first start. Now let's talk about how to move forward, keeping an eye on yourself in the past. Something that we said a long time ago on the podcast, maybe in the first six months of the podcast that I've never forgotten, is the best and the first way that we can honor our past relationships and mistakes is to just stop hurting more people, is to take those lessons and to move forward and, and never forget them. You know, you know that whole um, forgive but never forget? That should be true of yourself as well. I think that you are in a place where you're about ready to get to the point where you can forgive yourself. But do not forget how you feel having made this mistake and how the traumatized person feels now having this mistake been made to them. That's an essential place to start. I think the next step is definitely therapy and counseling. I think it's essential. Yeah, I think I know we say that on the show a lot. We recommend therapy and counseling a lot. That's because a lot of people could benefit from it. Yeah, 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 for a lot of different situations. What you need... What you need now is to talk through this with a professional and not the person that you hurt. You're not going to reach out to the person that you hurt in your past and try to rationalize this with them. It's not the case. You really will risk re-injuring them. You know, they've had a decade to move on and forget about you. You know, Oh, yeah. Let them do that. Yeah, yeah. Let them forget. And, and be really open and honest with your therapist when you get there. Um, oh, that's so hard to do, but it's just, it's so important. Okay. You're going to want to do what I wanted to do when I first got into therapy, which is skip all the hard stuff and just get to the good feelings. Man, that is, that's such a not a good use of your time. It's going to hurt. Yeah, yeah. You will get nothing out of this if you don't, if you just dance around the issue. <laughs> yeah, you you know? will dance. You will. Uh, and, and it's also totally normal to take a few sessions to get used to the process before you really open up. And I think I can only imagine from my non-professional opinion that therapists know this. <laughs> Absolutely. You can also meta think out loud to your therapist. You can say what we just said, which is I'm going to try really hard not to dance around this. Mm-hmm. Tell them how you're thinking and the way you're thinking and how you're going to, you can even tell them to give them context. You can even them like print out this email you sent us and be like, here's where I started and I need to keep going forward. Yeah. People forget that. Um, or maybe they don't even know that show and tell is a great thing for therapy. I have shown text messages I've sent to my therapist uh, just to give her a little bit more context for yep. what's happening. Ultimately, therapists exist not just to help the traumatized, but also to prevent further trauma from the people who inflict it. And every human being belongs in both groups. 
That is so important. The people who inflict trauma are all of us. People who are capable of that, all of us. Obviously not to an extreme extent. We're talking about, well, like you said in the question, a nuance of consent. Mm -hmm. Or emotional manipulation, especially when you're a weird teen. We're not talking about like murder. Yeah, no. No, we're not talking about assault here because that's just not our area of expertise. But the the day-to-day trauma that we inflict on each other, which sounds like this enormous, like, oh, my God, day-to-day trauma? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Why do you think everyone should be in therapy? Because of day-to-day daily trauma. Every person is just made of knives. Yeah. And er everyone has moments that keep them up at night. Like, I, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that. I did the wrong thing. I mistreated that person in my past. I have regrets in this area. I shouldn't have stolen a kiss from that boy. I shouldn't have talked them into getting coffee with me when they could tell they didn't want to. These are things that people inflict on each other, and especially as teenagers when there's no education around this topic. Oh, God. Yeah. Society has basically... I, don't, I wouldn't say that society has trained us all to be abusers, I would, because that's not true. I would say that society and media have given everybody, I think... A skewed view of power dynamics, I oh think. Oh, my God, Jen. Exactly. Especially porn. Yes. Porn that's intended for men in particular, I think, gives you a really skewed view of what relationships are like. And now that like these kinds of things are so much more easily accessible to people who are in flux, like teenagers, people in junior high, we're going to have to do a lot of damage control as the adults in these people's lives. I think that's a really good way of putting it. And I think you are in a good place to learn, Asker. Like, if you were thinking about the ways you have hurt people and how to now make things right, you're you're on the path. You stepped onto the right path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, going forward, I, I love what Jen said. Be very critical of the media you consume. Yeah, what is your media diet? Be very critical of the company you keep and oh the opinions God. they have. And how they're getting into your brain and then you know, you're absorbing them and spewing them out again. Yes. I really feel like most people could benefit from a little bit of time to do some introspection. And a lot of times I think that's what college is for people. Mm -hmm. A lot of people um, will find that, okay, I'm away from my high school self. I'm going to take some time. And maybe not everybody does this. Maybe it was just me. I don't know. I think... There's a I, reason. I people, there's a, there's a reason that the cliche, like, if I had known you would become a liberal or a feminist, I never would have sent you to college. That's yeah. a cliche for a reason. It's because you go to college or take a next step and meet a new group of people. It doesn't have to be college. Uh, for Trin and I, it sounds like it was right. Or like uh, take on a creative project, or you're introduced to new people and new ideas that challenge the way you've grown up. My World of Warcraft guild grew me up a ton when I was like 20, 22. Neopets and Tumblr. I swear to God. They're like why I'm this person I am today. So seek out people and experiences. And and, Neopets. And Neopets and be critical of those people in Neopets. Yeah. God, exactly. (laughs) Like I'm not saying. I'm laughing to myself thinking if I had believed like everything on the internet when I was a kid. Oh, Uh, God. Yeah. Yeah. It's time. You know what it is? So it's funny because we talked about what a real adult is in the first question. And I actually think what the definition of a real adult is, is to take some time and space to look at the whole of your experiences and decide the kind of person you're going to be growing forward. That's an adult. That is what an adult does. Yeah. We talk about quote unquote adult behavior and adult behavior is like looking at the mistakes you made and making changes. Yeah. And you're going to do that a lot in your life. I hope. I hope so too. You're definitely going to make mistakes. 
So let's hope you do the next step, which is try and make things right moving forward. And try to make fewer mistakes or at the very least, not the same mistakes. <laughs> exactly. That's a really good one. So in conclusion for the third question yeah. would be, yo, you're not doomed. You're going to pull through this. And there are so many people in this world who won't even take a step back and think about the people that they've hurt. So you're already on the right path. And we encourage you to continue on this path. Make sure that you've learned and taken the right lessons from this. Uh, and seek the help of a professional because that is the kind of person that will best guide you through this. Should we go back to our, our favorite quote from our, our buddy Nick? Yes! We said it in the last couple episodes, We I think. did. It's and, just that good. And we said it on our panel. The best way to apologize is to change your behavior. The world's best apology is change behavior. Man, I love that. And it certainly applies to things we did as teens and children. Yeah, don't fucking double down. <laughs> don't <laughs> lean in like that one version of Meryl Streep. Right. No, don't <laughs> listen to Meryl. Yeah. Or, or name the shitty part of your brain Meryl and yell at her. Damn it, Meryl. Ms. Streep. <laughs> My word. <laughs> Anyway, this has been Friendshiping with Jen and Trin. If you would like to do us a solid, why don't you tweet about this podcast? Recommend oh, it to your friends. Shit. Yeah, that'd yeah. be great. Uh, it, honestly, if you like this podcast at all, the number one best thing you can do for us besides leaving an iTunes review is tweet about it, recommend it to friends. Um, we think our podcast is good, so make your friends listen to it. Yeah, and okay, when people say like, your podcast is funny, it made me laugh. I am dying to know what in it made you laugh. Oh, yeah. I want to know so badly, like, what part of it made you laugh? Because sometimes it's really serious, but we're also still ourselves. I don't know. This isn't a comedy podcast, but yeah. people say it's funny, and I don't know what's funny about it. It's so crazy. Jen, I totally agree yeah, with you. Shower us with compliments. So the greatest compliment that I think could be given to me is you're funny. I love that compliment. Me too. You are funny. Thank and you. You're, really, you're funny, too. And you're a really strong writer. Oh, Jen, thank you. So you know you're a strong writer. It's what you literally do for a living. Thank you. Um, I have struggled with that. I know, and it kills me because you're a very strong writer. Thank you, dear. Um, anyway, I forgot where this was going, but buy our stuff at thefriendshippingstore.com. <laughs> <laughs> we were asking for compliments and we then dissolved. We love them. <laughs> thank you to Ian Parman for editing out all the bad jokes. Thank you to Lauren Gallagher for making us look pretty. Thank you to Alex Cox for making the studio work. And thank you to Molly Lewis for the beautiful song that leads us into this podcast. And honestly, most of all, thank you for listening. And second of all, you're welcome for talking. You friendship at the problem. I've got to sneeze. <coughs> oh, Jen. Wow, I didn't get that one in time Ms. to cover Butters, my mouth. Are you having an allergy problems? Just allergies. Oh, yeah. you poor thing.